0: To start listening. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers.
1: Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Boy, what a day in the NFL! Uh, the season has come, the season is gone. It ends with one of the crazier games you're ever going to see in the finale last night: the Chargers and the Raiders. Just a crazy game, goes to overtime. Uh, we mentioned the crazy scenario where. If the Jaguars beat the Colts, and this happens, that happens. And if they tie, they could both be in. They almost did. They almost did. I bet it 50-1. to It's a a tough one to live with. But uh, the story here is the Giants and Joe Judge. Josina Anderson just reported that Joe Judge is staying. Joe Judge is staying for the Giants. And look, if you thought this organization didn't know what they were doing, uh, here's your evidence. I mean, this team yesterday... First of all, they lost their last six games. Since Jason Garrett was replaced, six of the seven, they scored 10 points or less. Uh, they've been been—they've lost all these games by double digits. Yesterday, they lose 22-7. Somewhere in the metropolitan area, they are still running quarterback sneaks, whether it's second and 11, third and nine. I mean, he turns the team into an SNL skip. Both on the field and then in the press conferences, talking about culture, we're going in the right direction, you know, making up stuff about players dying to come back. Uh, taking shots at other organizations, another uh, one of the organizations who beat the hell out of them yesterday in Washington, and, uh, and and taking shots at the old coach, the 2019, uh, you know, team coach, players that are still in the building, executives that are still in the building, saying that team quit and my team didn't. So he's not only a bad coach, he's cocky, he's arrogant. He, he it's like a used car salesman. He's like a bad used car salesman, but. It appears he's going to be back. I, I'm, I'm stunned by this. Uh, yesterday, it was Glazer was saying, you know, it's 50-50. He could be back. He might not. Giants don't like to make moves like this. But at the end of the day, he said, you know what? I would say 75-25 that he's out. I, I would say that's what he, that's what the tweet was yesterday, that he's lost the locker room. Uh, the Giants were embarrassed, you know, in the, in the front office by uh, the press conference last week, that 11-minute ridiculous rant about how great of a coach he is and how they're building culture that, that really embarrassed the Giants. I'm shocked he's gonna be back I'm shocked I, I don't know how you're going to next year with a new GM uh, all these picks you have a chance to start fresh here the Giants the one thing they do have they got a decent defense and they got some decent picks here if you just go through them it's uh the fifth pick the seventh pick they got five picks in the top 80 here I'll get them written down yeah so they got picks five seven 36 67 80 109 145 170 182. Uh so you got a chance here to, to kind of reset. You're obviously gonna get a new GM, you're gonna get a new leader. Just let the windows down, let the air out of the room. The fact that you could bring this coach back, it just shows how clueless this team is. And if you're a fan, I don't know what you can do. I don't know what you can do other than not show up, stop giving them your money, stop buying tickets, say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not I'm not supporting this. I'm not enabling this incompetence, I'm not enabling this nonsense. Uh, To bring this guy back, I I just don't understand it. I mean, the Giants, there's a line in the Sopranos, Junior Soprano, who has all the best lines in the Sopranos, said, some people are so far behind in the race, they actually think they're ahead. This is the Giants. Now, they they think they're old school. They think that, you know, the way we do things is the way we do things. But, again, old school is not always a compliment. It, It seems like this team, this organization just has not evolved. You know, we don't want to fire a coach after two years. Why not? Why not? Admit your mistake. I mean, this is clearly not working out. Uh, the guy is not well-liked. You listen to him talk, and it just, it's so cringeworthy. And you watch the team play. I mean, they're running QB sneak on, on second and 11 and third and 9, and you know what? It's probably the right move because that's how god-awful his team is. That's how bad his team is. I mean, they're a joke. They're an SNL skit. I mean, you got people on Twitter, people texting me saying, "Can you believe this?" I mean, I've never seen anything like this. It's they're in the victory formation. It's the it's the end of the first half. There's four minutes left in the half, and they're in the victory formation. You know, basically taking knees, doing the quarterback plunge for a yard, so you get your punter an extra yard. I mean, uh, this is disaster. It's too bad. I feel bad for Giants fans because you know, part of part of solving a problem is admitting you having a is admitting you have a problem. It's acknowledging the problem and. Uh, to do this, to bring this guy back, is it, really, it's just beyond belief. So uh, I'm sure that's going to dominate the next few days. I, I was really expecting to be talking about a Giants coaching opening, about a new head coach, a new GM, and just a whole new regime. So you're going to bring in a GM here, and he's going to ha- he's going to have the head coach already in place, and he's probably going to have the quarterback in place. I mean, what are you really giving this guy? You're going to let him make the picks, but. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about the Jets here in a minute. Your organization, a big part of your organization, is your coach and your quarterback. I mean, that's front and center. That's where, that's who, that's what wins championships. You know, Brady, Belichick, Montana, Walsh—you go down the line. Coaching quarterback—that's what wins your championships. in. You know, you're going to bring in a GM here with with no say, with no ability to bring in a coach, no ability to bring in a new quarterback. Probably, uh, it's just really a backwards organization. You can't say—you can't stress enough how just dysfunctional, how clueless. Uh, this Giants organization is—they lose the game yesterday, 22 to seven, three yards per play. I'm shocked they actually got in the end zone. Uh, we gave you the under 14 and a half as the best bet. I, I said I'd never use the word lock. That was a lock. There was no way they were scoring 15 points. Uh, again, this offense—it's like watching UMass play Alabama uh, in one of those opening weekend games where you know you get a paycheck to go get Alabama, and Alabama gets some work in. Mean, that's how bad this is supposed to be—the NFL. Uh, you can't get past midfield. I mean, this team can't get past midfield. They actually ran a few plays in Washington Territory. I was shocked. Uh, they went forward early in the game. They ran that you know, that, that sweep, and it went backwards about five yards. I mean, this offense is just awful. Just awful. Judge will be back. I don't know how you're going into in next year with any enthusiasm. I don't know why you would buy a ticket. I don't know why you would go to a game if you're a Giants fan. This is really uh, kind of a shocking move, I have to be honest. I, I thought the press conference last week did them in. I thought the last six weeks of just being totally blown out did them in. Uh, I would have laid some pretty good money that he would be fired, but that is not the case. Judge is back. I, I really, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, this organization is 22 and 59 in the last five years. The coach is 10 and 23. They did a decent job last year. They were competitive. Uh, they didn't quit. You can say all that stuff, but look, Dak was out, and again, that was that was. You still went six and ten. You I mean, can't throw a guy a prayer for going six and ten this year. They played decent early. Could have beaten Washington. Could have beaten the Falcons. Uh, the wheels have completely, completely fallen off, and you're going to bring this guy back. Amazing, really amazing. And the thing is, you're going to go into next year. If he's two and five, two and six, he's going to be he's going to be on the hot seat from the time you get to, to training camp. So why not just cut the cord now? Let the windows down. Let the air out of the let the stink out of the room. Let the windows down and let some fresh air in. Uh, just a strange move, really a shocking move here. So that's a, that's a, that's a, this is a bad day for the Giants. You know, As bad as this season was, you can kind of live with it sometimes if it, if it brings upon a change where you say, you know what, we got a new GM, a new coach, we got some picks, we're going in the right direction. Uh, with Judge coming back, I just don't see how you have any faith in this organization uh, going forward. As far as the Jets, the Jets kind of get off the hook here because the Giants are just such a mess that nobody really pays attention to the Jets. Um 46 plays yesterday, 53 yards. I mean, some of these numbers, too. I mean, they, they don't get a pass either. 424 to 53 in terms of yardage. Uh, Robert Sala, who's supposed to be a defensive wizard, his team finishes. 4-13, and last in yards allowed on defense, last in points allowed. Uh, now, th- they got some nice rookies here. Carter, Vera Tucker, Moore. They got some nice pieces, and you can't kill Wilson too much. The weather was an issue. I mean, the Buffalo punter had all sorts of issues. Holding the ball, snaps, everything, you know, shank punts. And Wilson, with the wind, being down a bunch of offensive linemen, being down a bunch of receivers, maybe you don't kill him too much. I mean, you still got to worry about the decision-making. He took a sack yesterday where he was running out of bounds where he just never should have taken it. Some of the things he does is really strange. But, uh, look, the Jets, uh, like the Giants, are just in a bad spot right now. They do have some picks. They do have the fourth pick, the tenth pick. Uh, A couple of high second-rounders, their own, that one from Carolina. So they got picks 4-10. 35, 38, 69, 108, 114. So they have some ammo. They could move up. They could do what they want. You know, you could trade up. You could trade down. You got some flexibility, some maneuverability. Uh, but no matter how you spin this, this is a, a disappointing year for the Jets, a disappointing year for Salah, for Wilson. Like I mentioned with the Giants, it's about your coach and it's about your quarterback. You can kind of fill in the rest of the pieces. If you get the coach right and you get the quarterback right, the rest kind of takes care of itself. You know, you get get some players on defense. You get a pass rush. You build up the lines. But... Coaching quarterback is a big part of what wins in the NFL. and you got to give a failing grade to the coach. you got to give a failing grade to Wilson. I mean, Wilson's in the bottom of the league in a lot of these categories. Uh, really, did He played a little better at the end of the year, but, again, that's a low bar. He was really bad yesterday, really had some concerning performances. So uh, that's the Jets. I mean, they're going to go into next year with salad with Wilson. These guys aren't going anywhere. I think the GM's going to be back. Not too much in terms of off-season maneuvering. They got picks. They're rebuilding. Uh, you go into next year, and it looks – it's the NFL you don't get forever. You go 4-13, you start to – I know it's only year two, but you start to even in year two uh, feel the pressure a little bit. It's New York. Uh, you're going to be on the hot seat sooner or later if you keep losing. So disappointing day for the the uh, the Jets. They lose the game 27-10. Bills get the late cover. You can't cry about a bad beat if you're the Jets because you just got killed on the stats. Killed on the stats. Four twenty-four to 53. You didn't deserve to cover. So game was actually 10-7 late, 13-7 late. Uh, there was a point where it was 268 to like 40 in terms of yardage, and the Bills had blocked the punt, but they just couldn't pull away. Like I said, the wind was a big issue uh, in the game yesterday. Eventually, uh, the, the Bills' defense just took over. Wilson couldn't do anything, and, and the Bills get a couple of late touchdowns, pull away, make their bet, uh, make their betters happy. They're like a college team, you know. Some of these college teams like to cover for their alumni so their alumni win their bets. That's kind of like Buffalo. They like to stick one in late, which I can appreciate. As long as I'm on the other side, I can appreciate. It. Look, it's a betting show. We're sponsored by Bet Rivers. Betting is now legal. It's you got mobile betting in New York. So, uh, if you had the Bills yesterday, you were very happy that Diggs got that last touchdown. You deserved to cover. You dominated the game. But that's the Jets and Giants scenario. If if this is true and Judge is staying, I'm really i apoplectic. I am just shocked. I really I can't believe it. Uh, so again, Justine Anderson reported that he is staying. We'll see here if, you know what, they get so much bad press, they get so much bad feedback that they change their mind. And and look, just because they say he's coming back, there's nothing stopping them from changing their mind on Wednesday saying, you know what, it's better if we move on. I still, even though the report is he's staying, I still, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. It's such a no-brainer to let this guy go that I would think they come to their senses and they say, you know what, our fans are just going to revolt if we keep this guy and, and Judge will be on his way out. So... Uh that's the end of the Jets season. The Giants season, even though those their seasons are over, we'll do plenty of football, you know, draft picks, uh, off season stuff. Football never stops. It's it's 24-7, 365, as we know. So we'll do plenty of football even though the season ends. We got wildcard games to discuss. So that's the Jets and the Giants. It's like look, when you when you got a dog that's sick or old anyone that's ever had a dog, you know it's one of the hardest things to do is is to put down a dog that's sick. And it's kind of it's kind of a relief though. And that's where you're at with the Giants and the Jets season. This is uh the end to, to a couple of painful seasons. I feel bad, especially if you're a Giant fan, to sit there and watch this. I mean, it's it's one thing to be bad and to lose games. It's still supposed to be entertainment. It's the Cardinals' sin in sports to be boring. and you know, The Giants yesterday, the Giants the last two months, have been just dreadfully, painfully, unapologetically boring. Uh, so those are the Jets and the Giants. We'll do more of those as the week goes on, as the off season goes on. Uh, this is the New York City Cast presented by BetRivers.
0: Online sports betting is now legal in New York and you can make your first legal sports bet now with BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is a full-featured sportsbook offering same-game parlays, live streaming, and a massive number of daily betting markets. Sign up now and get up to $250 in bonus cash on your first deposit. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today and bet in New York. Must be 21, playable New York, only gambling problem? Call 1-877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369.
1: All right, we are back. Uh, it's a Monday. It's Monday National Title Day. I, I don't know how much juice this game has nationally. Like I said, if you're a Jets or Giants fan, a lot of these guys playing tonight are going to be high picks in the draft, so maybe you want to keep an eye on them. I'm into the game now. Look, it's been a, it's been a long weekend of football. I was up forever watching that game last night. Hard time sleeping with my fifty to one shot for a tie die. So I'm kind of worn out by football. I, I, you know, these games, these college games, take forever. So this game starts tonight, I think at eight thirty uh bama's favorite bama's the three-point underdog so georgia favored by three total 51 uh it seems like a trap seems like everybody's going to be on bama i get nick saban i get a heisman trophy winning quarterback i'm getting points uh we'll look back at the uh, the the first matchup bama beat the hell out of them it's a little misleading the final score georgia was up 10 nothing bama took the lead and kind of pulled away they got a late pick six uh it's hard it's hard to go against bama here now, look, you, you can go Georgia money line here because it's only minus 145. I think with a lot of handle on this game, a lot of the recreational money is on Bama money line. People say, you know what? I can bet a little to win more. I'm going to take Bama on the money line. They're going to win anyway. So usually when the line is three, the money lines like minus 160. We're seeing minus 145 here for the money line. There's some minus 140. So uh, if you're going to take Georgia, take the money line. If you're going to take Bama, definitely take the three. This could be a field goal game for sure. And if you really just want some action on the game, you really could bet both. You could take Bama plus three and bet Georgia on the money line. If if you can't lose a lot, you know, if you're just betting, say you're betting 100 bucks on both, you only lose a few bucks. If you don't hit the middle, you got a chance to win both. Or maybe, you know, Georgia wins by a field goal and you win one, you push the other. Uh, I do lean Georgia to win the game. I do think Georgia wins a close game. I just think they're better. Uh, This is not a prototypical Bama team. There's a reason they're giving you three with Bama. Uh, Georgia averaged under seven points allowed on defense this year, they were just dominant. And I know Bama beat them, but that was, uh, look. There were some different. There were some different personnel with Bama here. Michi, the, the star wide receiver for Bama, was healthy. Uh, he's not going to play. There, there's some offensive line issues here with Bama. Uh, they're young in the secondary. They got a couple guys beat up. So I just think Georgia can learn from the first matchup. And that's another thing to point out. This is the third time we've had a national title game rematch. The first two have been won by the team that lost the first one. So Georgia's in a good spot here. Uh, you worry because the quarterback's only 5'10", and Bama's got some monsters on the defensive line. You always worry about you know, a tipped pass. Bama and those pass rushers can kind of pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and score on defense. But uh, I just don't think Bama has the ability to block them. I think it'll be a good game. Georgia's had their nightmares against Bama. They just uh, haven't had the ability to close these games out. They're big lead in the 2017 uh, title game. Big lead in the 2018 SEC title game. I think that was the one where Tua got hurt and Hurts went back in and in. Uh, Georgia coughed that one up. They tried to run a fake punt late. So Georgia's had their demons. It's hard to bet against Saban. It's hard to lay points against Saban. The quarterback for Bama is probably going to be the first pick in the draft next year in 2023. So there's a lot. Uh, look, you can make the pick case for Bama here. They say, I'm, I'm getting points. I'm getting the better coach, the better quarterback, and I'm getting the three. I certainly understand that. I'm sure the tickets will be lopsided to Bama. But I do lead Georgia here. On the money line, uh, that game is tonight. Playoffs are set, man. This was a wild day in the NFL. Just a wild day. You went into it in the first couple hours, the games are kind of boring and sloppy. A lot of the games didn't mean anything. Uh, the Colts, 14 and a half, 15-point underdog. That's one of the, the great collapses of all time. 15-point favorites get got bet down to 14. They were just never in the game. I mean, Jacksonville scored early. They tacked on the Colts. Usually when, when a big underdog takes a lead like that, the favorite, you know, makes them sweat a little, comes back. It was never a game. I mean, the Jags just beat the hell out of them, knocked the Colts out. The Colts were nine-point favorites against the Raiders, 15-point favorites uh, against the Jags, and they missed the playoffs. That is one of the all-time gag jobs. Uh, And and the craziness continued. Later in the day, the Rams 49ers. Rams got a big lead. Saints were way ahead. So it looked like the Saints were going to make it. 49ers were going to be out. 49ers come all the way back. Down seven. The the Rams could run out the clock. 49ers get the ball back. Get a three and out. Use their timeouts. And with a minute and change left, uh, I mean, we could say what we want about Jimmy G. He's inconsistent. Is he great? No. But with a minute change left, he gets the ball back. No timeouts. Goes right down the field. Touchdown. Extra point. Long drive in overtime. Sucked up most of the clock. They kick a field goal with like two minutes left. Uh, And then they pick off Stafford, who's been awful. And he looks injured, man. Stafford's getting beat up. He's limping around. So the 49ers get in. The Colts are out. Uh, the, the crazy drama with the Steelers, Ravens, and all that where um, the winner was actually going to be still in because Jacksonville had upset Indy. Pittsburgh pulls the game out of the fire in overtime late. It look for, look for a second. like They might tie, which leads into the late game. And the Raiders and the Chargers with... Look, we're, we're, all, we're all victims of recency bias. Uh, this is one of the great games of all time. I mean, with the drama and the backdrop of... They could both tie and get in. There was kind of that unspoken tension. I don't even know where to start with this game. Chargers are down 12 late. They throw an interception. Schefter tweets, nope, now you don't have to worry about a tie if you're the Steelers because this it's, at 12 you, you don't worry about a tie. But after the interception, the Raiders kick a field goal to make it 15. Then the craziness starts. The Chargers convert first, fourth down after fourth down after fourth down. They get the touchdown, they get the two. They had about eight or nine plays here where if they don't convert, the game is over, Uh, including three or four first downs on the last drive, on fourth down, including with two seconds left from like the 12-yard line, they throw a touchdown, make the extra point. Then going to overtime, Carlson almost misses the field goal. He's a great kicker. Carlson almost misses the first field goal as the Raiders get the ball first. Chargers go right down the field. It looked like they were going to get in the end zone, had had a ball go off. I think it was Williams' hands. Uh, where if he catches it, they win the game. Hopkins sneaks a field goal in to tie it, and you're thinking, all right, this is it. They're going to tie. They can just kind of maneuver it here. Where they, you don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to, you know, push things, push the envelope too much. If you you both tie, you're both in the playoffs. Which what, what, what's the whole point of this thing? Is to get in the playoffs? I know there's the pride of winning, but uh, you, you want to make the playoffs anyway. 38. car converts, crosses midfield at like the Chargers 42. Uh, they run it a few times. It looks like the clock's down to 38 seconds. It looks like maybe they're just going to bleed the clock. Chargers call a timeout. I guess their defense wasn't set up. Uh, then at third and four with 30-something seconds left, the chart, the, the Raiders run for 10 yards, and I think that was the play. I think if the Raiders had gotten stopped there, uh, they would have been fringe field goal range, 30-something seconds left. Chargers could call timeout and say, you know what? I dare you to kick a field goal because if you miss, then we can win the game. Raiders, if they were smart, would have just punted. If they were smart, they should have just been kneeling the ball. I mean, you could have just kneeled the ball once you crossed the 50. Both teams go in the playoffs. Uh, obviously, I'm saying this. I had Chargers to make the playoffs bets. I had a tie bet at 50-1, to one, which I will uh, I'm not over it today. Maybe by Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll feel a little better. That's that's one of the tougher ones. But anyway, uh, the, Chargers, the Raiders do call a timeout with two seconds left. Carlson knocks one in from about 47. Like I said, he's a great kicker. Man, he is just money with all of these kicks. So the Raiders are in, the Chargers. I can't imagine being a Chargers fan. That was about as typical a Charger game as you're going to see. Just a wild game, a wild ending. Uh, so the Raiders get in the playoffs. Let's go through some of these playoff matchups. So we got two games Saturday. We get three games Sunday. Then we get the Monday night game. Uh, it is Raiders-Bengals, the first game on Saturday. Bengals minus seven, total 48 and a half. Then the Saturday night game, The the sequel here. The rubber match, Bills minus four and a half against the Patriots, total 43 and a half. Then Sunday afternoon, in the early game, Bucks, Eagles, Bucks are minus nine and a half, total 49. Uh, Sunday afternoon, this man, this is 1990s. This is this is an ode to John Madden right here Cowboys and 49ers. Man, if you grew up in the 90s, I mean, there's nothing that says football like the Cowboys and the 49ers. Uh, I, I wish they could just impose Madden and someone voice over this game and make you feel like. You know you're a kid again. So Cowboys are minus three against San Francisco. Total is fifty. Uh, the 49ers are alive. I mean we all we all been saying it. Uh, the oddsmakers agree to only to only be given three here with the, uh, you know they're not great in the secondary, but to only be given three here against the Dallas team, a public team that's got a good offense that's covered to only be given three shows you that the oddsmakers have a lot of respect for San Francisco. They are very dangerous. They could definitely beat Green Bay. They've given uh, Green Bay a lot of trouble uh, if they could get that far. So Cowboys minus three, total fifty. Chiefs, minus 13 and a half. I'll just say this right now. I haven't bet any of these games. I, I should bet the Chiefs because this is going to go to 14. This will probably go over 14. They played a couple weeks ago. The Chiefs beat the hell out of them. The Steelers just uh, watching that big Ben. It's hard to watch. So that one's going to go north of 14. Bet the Chiefs. Bet it now. Uh, just have the best number in your pocket. So Chiefs are minus 13 and a half. Totals 46 and a half. Then the Monday night game, Rams-Cardinals. Rams are minus 4. Totals 50. Cardinals really uh, stumbled into the playoffs, lost their last five home games, which is hard to believe. Rams haven't been playing great either. They're shaky. Stafford's shaky. Uh, not sure on what I'm going to do with this game, but Rams minus four, total 50. Those are your wild card games. We'll spend plenty of time on those as the week go on. Uh, just, just top of my head, like I said, I like the Chiefs. I wish I was getting more. I wish I was getting more with the 49ers, three and a half, because I think that could be a good game. I think that could be a field goal game. You're worried about Garoppolo's thumb. He did not look great at the beginning of that game, but he kind of rallied the team later in the game. Uh, just going over some of these two. Bengals minus seven looks a little high uh, against the Raiders. Maybe you could tease the Bengals. Bengals obviously haven't won a playoff game in 30-something years. Uh, this might be their chance. I, I would think they would win this game. Maybe Bengals are a good teaser opportunity. You know, I was thinking about the Raiders. Think about this. You, you see these crazy you know, 100-to-1, 500-to-1 parlays. Think of what the Raiders had to do to get in the playoffs. They were six and seven, playing that weird Monday game right before Christmas against the Browns. Six and seven against the Browns. They're down two with two minutes left. Browns have a third and three. Raiders are out of timeouts. So if the Browns get three yards there, even if they get two yards, they can go for it on on fourth down. If the Browns get three yards there with Chubb, the Raiders lose the game. They're six and eight. They're eliminated. They don't get the two yards. Raiders get the ball back. Carlson kicks the field goal. They go to seven and seven. Uh, they beat up. Uh, they, they beat up on a depleted Broncos team. They go to eight and seven. Upset the Colts as nine-point underdogs to go to to go to nine and seven. So the Broncos put them at eight and seven. Colts put them at nine and seven. And then obviously they win the game last night, which was just about as crazy as a game you'll ever see. They beat the Chargers to go to ten and seven. So think about that fourteen parlay from the point where you're third and three. You're down two, and the Browns three yards to end your to end your season. I mean, that's got to be. 1%, less than 1% at that point to make the playoffs. and It comes through, so uh, just a crazy story. I think everything they went through with Gruden and with Ruggs, uh, this interim coach, I would think they would have to keep him at this point. I mean, he, he pulled an inside straight here. He won four games in a row. He got him in the playoffs. Uh, just a, a crazy day yesterday, crazy sequence uh, in that late game. So those are your wild-card matchups. Uh, again, we, we got a national title game tonight. Uh, it's definitely a different feel once the regular season ends it's a different feel you know it's more basketball there's no weeknight football you you can start to count the games on one hand uh that you have left here you know you get one game at a time there's no you know watching two or three games watching all the endings that the nfl is really about the regular season once the playoffs come up i love the playoffs we all love the playoffs it's a different feel where one game at a time you know if it's a blowout you kind of got nothing else to watch it's Definitely a transition period from, from now until basketball. Now, the one thing is with the 18th week, which I don't love, I, I think it was fine with 16 games. Uh, it's a weird to have 17 games where you're playing nine at home or eight on, eight on the road or vice versa. The one thing is it does get you a little deeper. We are mid-January starting the playoffs. So the Super Bowl will go to, I think it's Valentine's Day weekend. So that's always a, a gap. You like to bridge as a sports fan where you go from you know, the end of football season, really the March Madness. There's not a whole lot in between there. So uh, the longer this football season goes, uh, the, the less of a gap you have. So that's the one good thing about the longer season. But definitely a, a transition period starting tonight with the national title game. Again, I like Georgia. I like them on the money line. Uh, if you're looking for some player props or player to score the first touchdown, I think Pickens, the wide receiver for Georgia, could have a big day. Like I said, Bama's beat up in the secondary. Uh, they got got fr- a freshman in the secondary who might be matched up with. So Pickens, I think, will have a big day. I think the Georgia defense will dominate uh, and get them home. But that will do it. New York City cast, Bet Rivers. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. And, look, if you're in New York, Bet Rivers, you can do the mobile betting. It is a game changer. I would uh, check that out. But that's the end of our show. Again, the Giants, the Jets. Uh, the post-mortems here. Judge, supposedly safe. I am still skeptical. I have a hard time believing they're going to bring this guy back. Josina Anderson is reporting he will be back. Uh, these, these people, I mean, these beat writers have good information, but people are prone to change their minds. Sometimes they could be wrong. So, so we'll keep an eye on it. I would think, you know, even though the report's saying he'll be he'll be back, I'm still a little skeptical. So we'll keep our eyes on that going forward. Uh, the Jets, not too much news to discuss with them as we head into the offseason. We got some draft picks. With both teams, which is probably a good reason to watch this title game tonight because, like I said, it's Bama, it's Georgia. There are NFL guys all over the field, top 10, top 20 picks everywhere. So uh, if you're a Jets or Giants fan, you got a million picks, maybe check out the game tonight and and do a little scouting. But that will do it for our show. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do some playoffs. We'll do a little bit of everything. This is the New York City Cats presented by Bet Rivers.
0: to start listening.